0: Hello, welcome to Embrace the Grain Photography Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Sherry.
1: This podcast is for all photographers interested in film, digital, and the gear that goes with the craft of photography.
0: It doesn't matter what camera you're shooting, but be warned, we focus heavily on analog.
1: Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show.
0: to embrace the grin photography podcast episode 86 summer bonus how's it going jake
1: pretty good sherry how are you
0: doing doing pretty good doing pretty good um so welcome back everybody i hope your summer has been great and you've been doing a ton of shooting how about you jake doing lots of shooting
1: uh, yeah, it's it's kind of been a a pretty slow summer for me shooting wise. I'm I'm still behind on my developing backlog, but slowly catching up. Oops. Uh, so yeah, so so that's that's kind of the reason I haven't been shooting much because I I do feel guilty adding to the pile.
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, but
0: you do know that all winter you probably won't be out shooting. You could work on it
1: then. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> uh, I'll probably sit on my ass then too. Realistically, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, going away this weekend, so I will. I will be doing some shooting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was away last weekend, and I did something really stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: I packed everything up. I packed my film. I packed a digital. Remembered my phone charger, drove out to the hoodoos with my frugal film camera in my bag, pulled it out to start shooting, and the battery was dead!
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's happened to all of us at one point or another.
0: I never even looked at it before I left. Never even, oh, duh. It
1: always happens when you least expect it or want it.
0: So, yeah, that, that morning was all about the iPhone photography.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right because, as they say, the best uh, camera is the one you have with you. That's and I guess true. This, and in this case, the one that has charged batteries. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Well, on the way back, there was a Walmart, so we just whipped in there and I bought batteries. But the next morning, we went before we came home and... And took another trip out there and let the kids run around it. I shot my roll then, but I was sitting there thinking, this was totally unnecessary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, at least you got to uh, at least you got to finish your frugal roll.
0: But I didn't get my other roll that I wanted to shoot done because I had left it in the uh, Airbnb we'd rented. Oh darn! I was oh, yeah. to keep it light. I'll only take take one, and the night before I'd taken my did. Little digital and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. Oh well.
0: <laughs>
1: I guess you can save the film for next time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Mm. So, um, let's see. You know, I thought I would have so much more time when we took summer off for shooting, but it turns out. I was wrong Mm. I did shoot more And I kept up With my developing I don't have a backlog
1: (laughs) Must be
0: nice Well I did before So I got busy and got that done But Mm. it was a busy Summer anyway Um, So what was new I Sold off Some of my collection A few things have went I still have lots for sale, though. <laughs> I'm not missing the excess, which a couple of them I was kind of sad about letting go of, like the Minolta XE, which is basically the Minolta clone of the Leica R3. But I thought, you know what, they're pretty much exactly the same and I've got the R3. I don't need both. So.
1: Yeah, yeah fair enough.
0: It's gone. So it went to a good home, though. So I was happy about that. And you know, get rid of the things I don't need or I don't love. Because if you if you don't like the camera, you're not going to use it, right? One
1: hundred percent. Yeah.
0: But it sure was fun collecting them all up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the hunt is always the funnest part.
0: It was, it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, if anybody has tips on selling, uh, share them in the Facebook group. I'm sure it would help someone else and maybe Jake and I, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah. it's never too late to learn.
0: That's true, that's true. <laughs> Jake, did you sell anything this summer?
1: I'm trying to think since since April. <laughs> I, I did sell one of my Nikon Fs. Um, the, re- the reason is very shallow and superficial, but yes, I didn't want two uh, Nikon Fs with a serial number over 70,000.
0: Okay, fair so, enough.
1: So I figured I would, even though it was a beautiful camera in great shape and it was the eye-level prism, but... I just figured I would. Uh, I wasn't really using it that often, so you know, why, why keep it around? And I figured if, uh, if I'm ever going to buy another Nikon F, it's going to be an early one, so I'll, mm-hmm. sell, I'll sell one of my later ones. It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you also sold your Sony.
1: Yes, that's right. I did sell my A7, yeah, so I kind of got fed up with the essential film holder i mean it's it's pretty great overall but i was having issues uh with light uh, bleeding onto the frame so i ultimately decided that uh, the whole mirrorless scanning wasn't worth the hassle so i ended up selling it and i bought a a pacific image uh I'm gonna get the name wrong here. It's it's right beside me, but it's covered in a bag. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's the, uh, the the pro film XA, I think, oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. But if you search a uh, Pacific image uh, film scanner, you'll find it. But uh, yeah, I guess the main selling point for me was uh, the fact that I can scan uncut rolls, which is uh, which is really nice. It's uh it's obviously not a pack on, but uh, maybe. A little bit as of a newer version.
0: As close as you'll get to it.
1: Exactly, yeah. And,
0: uh, For and less is, of a uh, price, maybe, too.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, and this is uh, quite a bit less money than a pack-on, but uh, yeah. still not cheap. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with it so far.
0: Good, good, good.
1: Yeah. Like I was saying, I, I really love uh, love how you can scan a full roll. It's... Right. Uh, it's really nice how you can just kind of set it up and get your roll going and you can kind of walk away for an hour and you come back and you hit uh, eject and it's all done.
0: Nice. nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you, Sherry? Have you sold anything recently? Um, I sold. What did I? I've sold.
0: Oh, I sold an AE-1. Okay. Um, I didn't need the it because I have the AE-1 program that my mom bought me, and I felt that was a better camera. So, so the,
1: uh, the only difference between those is just the AE-1 program has program mode. Is that it? Correct. Yeah. What's and
0: the battery cover is a little more robust. It has a hand grip over top of it rather mm. than a, that flimsy door that is the weak spot on them.
1: Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of like, uh, that's kind of like the battery door on the, on the Canon F1. It's kind of built into the battery grip. I kind of, kind of like that.
0: Yeah. And, um, the meter is different on them. It it just feels like a little bit better camera in the hand, too. So I kept that one. Yeah. And let the other one go and, I sold. I mentioned I sold the Minolta XE. I sold. Oh God, what did I sell? I sold your EM.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, you repaired the uh, the rewind knob for me.
0: Yes. Well, I had a dead one, and I thought well, it's not a hard fix, so.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Well.
0: And I sold. Gosh, I would have to go and look now, cause I sold about a dozen cameras and since last spring.
2: Yeah, you. I, oh, I sold,
0: sold my EM as well, cause I thought I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. I sold uh, FE2 to Suzanne Peterson. Um. Oh, I sold Alex Lokes a Nikon n65 he was looking for one and i thought oh boy i've got one you can have it it works <laughs> so <laughs> i sold yeah, that to him you've,
1: and... you've got uh, plenty of nikon's to keep you company
0: well i had a couple of those and oh, you i did yeah i'm not going to keep either of them in fact i think oh yeah i sold both of them to be honest
1: oh there you They're go. both
0: gone now that I'm thinking of it, and I have an uh F-55 I need to let go, and I have the F-75, but I'm keeping it because I used it for frugal for a year, so anything that I used for frugal, I keep.
1: Okay, they, they go into the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, yeah, so... Oh. Yeah. Well, except for that last year, I used multiple ones. I did sell some of them. Oh yes, I sold a, Nike, a black Nikon FE because I have a Chrome one, and the Chrome one's been out for CLA, and it was the first one I ever bought, so I don't need to. No. I seem to have gathered doubles of a lot of things. <laughs>
1: I'm, I mean, uh, doubles are good if it's a camera that you use consistently and want to have a backup. But if if you yeah. don't use it consistently, then I guess what's the point?
0: Oh, I sold a Pentax M-E with a nice red skin. And I sold the famous pink Pentax on the cover of the Frugal Film Project to Mr. Ian Christie. Oh, cool! He now owns it. So yeah,
1: it's a, it's a very pretty camera.
0: It is, it <laughs> is, and it's, it's. I guess it's the logo of the group.
1: <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit, a uh, little bit famous, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I did get some new gear.
1: What did you get? Did you,
0: did you get some new gear besides your scanner?
1: Uh, I did get a uh, yeah. So last month in the uh, embrace the green group we did the 127 challenge so uh, i went out and bought myself a Shika 44a nice yeah i uh, i kind of took a bit of a risk on ebay as it always is and yeah one uh, won it in an auction and uh, yeah other than the leather peeling on the face of the camera a little bit it's uh, it's in great shape and I, uh, I developed and scanned the roll last week, actually just posted uh, that roll today, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it turned out pretty good other than some light leaks around the uh, edge of the frame, but I'm fairly certain that that happened either when I was loading or unloading the uh, the film. I'm uh I'm a pretty clumsy bastard most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, and those oh. uh those those rolls are quite tiny too.
0: The film I chose for the 127 in my baby roll I I never realized it, but it's got a very slippery plastic backing paper. Mm, okay. And it leaked light on the edges itself because I kept the thing darn tight. And I made mm. sure it was tight, and I loaded it in a shadowy room.
1: So and, you, and you still got light leaks.
0: I'm thinking that it was the film itself, because it was a recut down. And oh,
2: yeah.
0: that paper, it, well, it was plastic. It was horrible.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, slippery isn't ideal for a uh, for a backing paper material.
0: No, no. Yeah. when it when I opened the package up and I went, "Ooh, this is funky." And then I went to load it, and of course, it didn't want to load very well, so I had a really good grip on it because it just didn't want to go into the uh, slot on the spool. So, okay, so I bent it and got it kind of around it and in there and loaded, and then it was it was shot fine. But, yeah, I wasn't impressed in the whole, the film itself. The camera works just great, but I'm glad I only have, I think I have two rolls of that, so.
1: Yeah, you don't have too much more to get through then, at least.
0: Nope, one to go.
1: (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I just reminded myself of uh, one other thing I could talk about. When you get new cameras, people, read the manual. (laughs)
0: <laughs> when,
1: when i got my yashica 44a and i got my brand new roll of uh, rarapan 100 which cost me around 15 us dollars i loaded the camera upside down
2: <laughs> so
1: yeah so i mean most people that have used tlrs know that uh, you load from the bottom and the uh, take up spool is on the top well in the Yashica 44A it's the exact opposite you load from the top to the bottom so yeah i kind of completely screwed up one roll and uh <laughs> yeah it wasn't even wasn't even savable the it kind of unspooled in my hand
0: oh no
1: yeah so so that was a good chunk of change down the uh down the drain, but I learned myself a valuable lesson. Read the yeah. manual.
0: If, yeah, if it doesn't look like it's quite the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It, lo- it looked like a. Well, I guess if you want to look up a picture of it, youshika forty four a. It's just like a, a miniature Roloflex It's everything is pretty well the same on it. Mhm. Except yeah. I guess it loads upside down. So.
0: I guess so. Yeah.
1: Mm. There you go. So
0: I don't know. I've never used the Yoshika TLRs. Do the big ones load the same way?
1: I had a Yoshika Mat 124G, and it loaded just like a Rolleflex, bottom okay. bottom to top. Yeah. Okay. But but maybe the, uh, actually I think I had a Yoshika. I might have had a Yoshika A at one point. Yeah, that loaded from bottom to top as well. They're okay. kind of. They're all kind of a Roly Flex clone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but maybe some of them do.
0: I know. I have that Ico Flex still here, and I sent it to Gary to get a a CLA on it. And
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I went on to YouTube to see because I thought, this thing looks a little bit different than the Roly, and there is a completely different way to load it. So I'm glad I did that. So before I use it, I will have to go... You have to re- you have to set the counter a certain way before you load it if I recall.
1: Okay. Yeah, some of those some of those counters on the older cameras can get kind of kind of wonky, but Yeah. Hopefully yours still works.
0: It does work. Everything yeah. on it works and uh, it's not pretty. It's got a ding on the filter ring and it's not pretty, but it it works just fine and it isn't no. even all that dim after we, I replaced the mirror, so.
1: No, the, uh, yeah, replacing the mirror makes a, a massive difference in most cases, especially if it's uh if it's a TLR from, like, the 30s and 40s. Like, I mean. Yeah. Those, there's a good chance the mirrors in those are going to be pretty uh, pretty bare by this point.
0: Well, the silver ring was cracking, and when I j- very gently touched it to, like, dust it off because it was really dirty
1: yeah a
0: big hunk of the silver came off oh geez oh well (laughs) that's not so good
1: no not healthy for it (laughs)
0: no no not at all
1: no but
0: yeah so it wasn't it wasn't it was a really easy job to replace so i i did that myself
1: Yeah, m- some of them are pretty easy to replace. I've uh, done one in a rolly cord before, and it was literally just, like, one screw bracket holding it. Of course, you got to get the uh, the waste-level finder off, but that's not a big deal either.
0: No, I think this had three or four screws getting the finder off. I don't even know if there was screws inside. It was kind of just clipped in.
1: Okay, yeah, I, uh, I did the one on my uh, frugal camera this year the uh the void brilliant and uh that mirror isn't even held in by anything it just kind of sits in a little indent right and i i guess when you when you put the finder back on it must uh it must put a little bit of pressure down on it
0: hold it in yeah yeah, yeah. so i did get some new gear too i got various point and shoots Which I hear are a hot ticket item these days So I guess I have some of those to test out and pass along (laughs) Nothing uh,
1: Sorry, go ahead
0: Nothing super fancy, just plain get you started beginners You know
1: I was going to ask if you uh, got anything notable in the pile
0: No, no, mostly I got some Minolta and a couple Pentaxes
2: Okay
0: uh, something by Sears that I never heard of But it looks like fun camera But it was only $2 And there was a film inside it That's why I bought it
1: <laughs> Oh, Exposed? Yeah Oh, cool, yeah, why not?
0: Uh, I'll probably get nothing But it would be fun to see if I did get anything
1: Yeah, and... I mean uh, the, the rare chances When you actually find uh, found film is It's worth it yeah, yeah. Worth all the times that it doesn't work out.
0: Yeah. And I also got a big ticket item. It's not film. It is a camera. Uh-oh. I got a, a free mirrorless Canon EOS M fifty two kit. Free. Uh, free. Absolutely free. I had been saving up my points. On my MasterCard for a long time and I thought well I should check and see how many I got I probably have enough for something Apparently I'd been saving longer than I thought And I got a couple somethings but one of them was the the Canon camera and I've been curious about mirrorless before and I never had one so This is a nice little little camera that it's a uh, very pocketable actually um, it's cool. got a touch touch screen on it, so I have lots of pictures of my feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> accidentally bumping the touch screen.
0: I uh, I accidentally touched the screen, or my sleeve dragged across it while I was shooting. And yes, I am laughing at myself, but hey, I have got cute foot pics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: Oh, oh, I, and I picked up a um, Pentax. Uh, is it the KX? I believe it was the KX for a reasonably decent number. So not that okay. I needed needed one, but uh, the price was right. So
1: yeah, why not? You know how that but- is.
0: It can always, if I really hate it, I can always rehome it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, get your money out of it at least. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. those are uh, those are kind of like a, a fancy K1000. Yes. Yeah, KX. Yeah.
0: Yes, they don't have okay. match needle metering, but they do have depth of field, and they have a timer, and they have they have a like a dial that lights up inside so the dial in your viewfinder shows what you've got on the top of the camera and then there's an led around it
1: mm.
0: and it's, it's red yellow green interesting kind of neat and you can also see your your uh, f stops in the viewfinder as well so it's, oh. you don't have to take your eye away from the eyepiece to run it
1: mm. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you don't typically see that in cameras from that era.
0: No, well, mid I think it was mid 70s or so. Yeah. It does have a dent in the prism, but the rest of it's in very good shape and it seems to be accurate sounding to my ear, so.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, as long as the uh, as long as the viewfinder isn't busted.
0: No, nothing in it is busted and it just it's got a ding. It's probably been in storage and fell off a closet shelf and got dinged.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Just, uh, just a cosmetic issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I tend to not care exactly what they look like because I plan on using them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to
1: put it in a museum.
0: No, although you know some of the cameras in the museums around here, it might fit right in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got some pretty ratty looking cameras, do they?
0: Oh, they do. <laughs> I was I was at the local museum not this year, but last summer, and I went and looked through like the newspaper had donated all of them, and there was like the Graflex and the just a bunch of little thirty five, and they were all beat. They had been they, um, used hard.
1: Yeah, I guess if they're from a newspaper, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That was still an interesting display. I might have liked to take a couple of them home, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they're behind glass.
0: No, they weren't. You could no, reach out and touch them if you wanted to. Oh,
1: geez. But,
0: yeah, they had some pretty neat looking things. But it, that's like small town museums. Not everything's behind glass, and most exactly. people don't reach out and touch because they respect it. So.
1: Right. Yeah. I guess you can do that in a small town.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anything else that you got this summer?
2: I'm
1: trying to think. Ooh, I, yeah, I got a, uh, a Nikon uh, 105 F2.5. I uh, got that on Facebook Marketplace, I guess, a couple months ago now. Yeah, that was June.
0: And you're liking it?
1: I have yet to develop a role <laughs> that I've shot with it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I like I like the lens and how it's in good condition, but other than that, I, yeah, I guess I don't really have much to say about it.
0: It was easy to use and such?
1: Well, the uh, the focus ring is a little stiff.
0: Okay. But,
1: uh, yeah, I'll probably get that taken care of when I eventually take my uh, 135 to uh, get the aperture fixed on that.
0: Right, right. Any luck selling your Exacta?
1: No luck yet, no. Oh. Um, Mark Wellsford did reach out and said that he is gonna look at what he has and try to come up with a trade, but uh, as of yet, nothing. So, yeah, I guess if anyone wants an Exacta that needs some TLC to be shootable, let me know. <laughs> price, <laughs> price is flexible.
0: Right, right,
1: yeah. I, uh, yeah, I. Probably paid too much for it. <laughs> Thinking that it, it was gonna be a fully working camera, obviously, but
0: Aww. you know
1: you know how that goes sometimes. So
0: I do. I just uh, sent some stuff off to our friend Gary, the lens medic, why C s YYC. Yeah. And uh, two out of three wasn't bad, but the one that I really was looking forward to shooting it was beyond hopes, so
1: is that the uh, the Fuji rangefinder?
0: The Fujika, yeah, rangefinder. Yeah. So it, there was a broken arm inside the shutter. Somebody uh, had tried forcing it while it when it was seized. So.
1: Well, it's not good.
0: No, so I thought. Well, I didn't pay a whole lot for it, so probably put up for parts.
1: Yeah, somebody might be able to use it.
0: There be other parts on it that are good, like the the viewfinder and the body and such are all in good condition. So.
1: Yeah, well, it's good. It's yeah, maybe not worth seeking out a uh, a donor body for.
0: No, no. So yeah, I but I did get the Leica effect, uh, Leica Flex that I traded with uh, Stephen Marmorov all CLA'd up. It was. A dream to shoot it was just a little bit crunchy yeah so I got that one all done up it'll be ready to go and I had a really nice Tamron adapt lens that I paid 99 cents for because it had fungus okay so I threw that in the box too and I knew that uh, the lens was in really good condition and the fungus was only on one element, so Gary could take it apart and clean it up.
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was a, a bad infection.
0: No, it wasn't. And I'd also had it under UV light before it went, so
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that helps a little to to kill the fungus, maybe.
0: Yes. As I was starting all my garden seeds this spring, I threw the lens in there too. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these UV lights on. I'll just shove this lens in
1: there. <laughs> yeah, why not? Little yeah. uh, little garden decoration.
0: Uh, well, it was all indoors. My husband was. It was snowing and it was freezing cold out. Well, you got a real grow up going in there. <laughs> just, yep, but the garden will be good this spring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it helps to get an early start on that.
0: It does. It does. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, other than that, I can't really think of a whole lot else new and exciting. I shot more this summer than I did last summer, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, that's good. But
0: I kind of wished I would have did a little bit more, but summer's not quite over. Getting there almost, though.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Last week of August, next week It's kind of crazy, but Yeah, fall is coming up soon
0: Yes, they're getting ready to get the peas off soon So yeah, yeah Yeah, I'm going to be harvesting pretty soon So
1: Yeah, it won't be long
0: I better get my rear and gear and get everything done (laughs) There's a lot to do still
1: yeah, that yeah. Well Yeah. You've got a little bit of a ta- little bit of time. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I guess this is as good a place as any to take a little break. Let's do it. All right, we will be right back.
2: Now let's look in on David and Ricky as they enjoy a good time all over again, as big as life and in brilliant, lifelike color. How do they do it? Well, let's watch and see. The secret lies in color slides, the color slides they take with their new Kodak pony camera. The pony is easy to use, precise, and uncomplicated. There's only one exposure setting, and this built-in guide shows you just how to make it. Then you turn this dial to close-ups, groups, or scenes, and shoot the pony camera makes you feel like an expert even if you've never taken color slides before the result big as life pictures in glorious color ask your kodak dealer to show you the color slide camera david and ricky use the kodak pony camera only 26.75 or as little as three dollars down
0: welcome back to part two of our episode And, um, Jake has a little something.
1: Yeah, big thanks to Larry Effler for his co-flight donation. It is uh, greatly appreciated, Larry.
0: Yes, it is. I can't remember if I sent Larry a sticker or not. Larry, get in touch with us and let us know if we did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If we didn't, we can definitely get you one.
0: Yes, for sure. So, well, I have some news. And it might be a little disappointing, but it's not all bad. After four years and eighty-five episodes that's that's quite some time. I'm hanging up my podcast hat for a while. I just I've just run out of time. Last winter it was difficult finding time and juggling schedules between mine, the kids, podcasts, lining up guests, it just That was with two days of school. This year, we have a full week. So, that leaves me weekends. And weekends, there is hockey and swimming. (laughs) Of course. So, it's going to be busy. And all of this will be with a two-year-old trailing behind me. Going (laughs) Grandma, grandma, grandma. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought something has to go. I just, I can't do it all. If I want to continue to shoot, something just has to give. And after the summer, I thought about it and I thought, well, the podcast could probably go on a temporary leave of absence until the kids all get back into school yeah like all of them (laughs) (laughs) right now my time is less and i want to be the hands-on grandma part of the kid's life Mm
1: -hmm. they grow
0: up way way too fast
1: Mm, exactly
0: and uh yeah life changed again i still want to shoot and you know, uh, 11. I was thinking 11 years ago, I picked up my first camera and started when we had empty nest, and I thought I needed a hobby. And it's been a, it's been great. But who would have thought that 11 years later, I was back doing what I was doing 30 years ago, running after kids and changing poopy diapers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It's all good I love the little guys I'm not leaving the film community I'm still going to be shooting Participating The Embrace the Graham Facebook group Will still be active As well as the Frugal Film Project Uh, And the Instagram And the Instagram And Everything and who knows Maybe I'll pop into a few other Podcasts here and there Maybe Jake and i will both show up at the same one sometime
1: you never know
0: you never know and who knows in a, a couple years maybe we'll pick up pick it up again start over but we're not we're not saying goodbye just farewell for a little while
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you guys won't have to listen to our voices for a little while
0: <laughs> your ears will get a break <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of sad that, you know, I just don't have the time, but when you get too much on your plate, you soon get burnout.
1: Totally, totally.
0: And I don't want that to happen, and then I'm not doing anything but picking up my phone.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Which, hey, no kidding, I, I love my iPhone, and I used it a lot on the weekend, but... I also use the film camera and a digital camera too, so. Right. I don't want to give up all the fun I've had and the awesome people that I've connected with and never would have uh, probably talked to otherwise.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I've I've met a, a lot of people through this and it's yeah, it's been fantastic i uh i really appreciate pre- appreciate you bringing me on
0: oh yeah it's more fun with two definitely uh,
1: totally yeah
0: so jake why don't you tell everybody in case they aren't in the facebook group where they can find it
1: you can find us on facebook uh as embrace the grain photography podcast
0: you bet. Just don't forget to answer the questions so we don't we know you're not a bot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No robots allowed, sadly.
0: Yeah, no robot Theo's. Oh, I mean robots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> robot Theo. <laughs> I
0: might let robot Theo in. <laughs> he, he's
1: kind of, he's kinda of funny, yeah. yeah. I, we we could let robot Theo in, yeah, sure, why I, not?
0: Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, if if, uh, the ones that don't have answers to the questions, they just don't get accepted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that is true.
0: Yeah. So I want to thank everybody who's been listening to the show over the years and has watched it change. And you've been the best. Honestly, I was shocked anyone even listened <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy
1: Yeah thanks to the listeners for, uh, for putting up with us
0: Yes your support means the world
1: Absolutely
0: So I guess we might as well Get these socials out there And Wrap it up Sure Okay so, so.
1: You can find me on uh, Instagram at Jake Rose Photo, and you can also find me on Greenery. If you're not on Greenery, check it out. Uh, I'm also on there as Jake Rose Photo, and you can also find me on Facebook in the Embrace the Green Film Photography Podcast group.
0: And you can find me on Instagram under Sherry Christensen Photography. That's S-H-E-R-R-Y-C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S-E-N Photography Sorry it's long I cringe every time <laughs> <laughs> I am also on Grainery As Sherry Christensen You can find me on Facebook At the Frugal Film Project 22 And Embrace the Grain Photography Podcast Group amongst a few others. <laughs> <laughs> and um everybody stay positive and
1: embrace the green. Bye. 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 <laughs>
2: And that's all, folks.
0: Still just a slow starting. Oh, oh. there it goes. <laughs> <laughs>